Hi friends, this is Connie Alpers and I want to welcome you back to Equip to Be, where I get to help you embrace and navigate the seasons of life so you can reach your personal family and parenting goals. We at Equip to Be want you to understand how God has given you unique gifts, strengths, and talents so that you can live in all seasons with confidence and joy. Whether you're cooking dinner, holding laundry, or maybe just enjoying some time alone. I hope you enjoy this episode of Equipped to Be. Welcome to this episode of Equipped to Be. I'm your host, Connie Albers. I am often asked, what resources, what curriculum can I use to teach and train my children? And I have to say, BJU Press Homeschool, I'm delighted that they have partnered with Equipped to Be. Why? I've known them for a long time, and we actually use some of their products when we were homeschooling, but That's just one reason. Let me tell you a little bit more. All of their resources are created with a Christian worldview, an education from a worldview that shapes how our children see the world, experience it, process it. Now, it's true. We are living in a very divided culture right now, and Bible things are hard to come by, and they're also not always accurate. But the Bible is still true. In all things, we can rely on it. So all of BJU Press materials, they teach Christ's power, the Lordship through the big story of creation. You can trust it. It's academically rigorous. It's based on solid truths. And they know exactly how to help homeschoolers find success in their journey of raising their children and educating them. Check it out. BJU Press homeschool.com. I'll have this in the show notes as well. Have you ever had tasks you need to get finished? You know, you need your kids to do certain work around the house, or some people call them chores, some people call them tasks, and they don't want to do them. You don't want to do them. Actually, frankly, nobody wants to do them. If we could just have somebody magically come in our house and get everything done, wouldn't that be glorious? But for most of us, that just isn't an option. So it falls back on the whole statement of, well, how do you get your kids to do their tasks? And people ask me this because as a mother of five, when the kids were little, I had a certain way of motivating the children to get work done. When they hit middle school, it required a different mindset, a different strategy, so to speak. And of course, high school brought on its own host of interesting motivational factors to kind of get the kids to get their work done, their school done, their tasks done so that we could have a smooth running home. And I prefer that over a dysfunctional home. I like the fact that there were so many of us and we needed things had a place and we wanted things to be in their place. And sometimes that actually meant eliminating unnecessary stuff, junk, treasures, whatever it was, so that there was actually a place for things and we could get those tasks completed. But for those of you that may not be familiar with me, I used to work for a very large entertainment company. And one of the things that this company was known for were their films and movies and songs. And one was Mary Poppins. I don't know if you are familiar with that, But Julie Andrews starred in that movie, and there was something that she said in Mary Poppins that always stuck with me, and it was something that I actually implemented in 
all the years of parenting and raising kids and needing to get things done. And that was something that she said, for every task that must be done, we need to add an element of fun. I bet you now some of you might be humming that song in your mind, but it's true. Think about your own life. You got something to do. You can dread it, complain about it, grumble. It doesn't get the task done, does it? And it just brings you down and pretty much everyone around you. But if you add an element of fun, and fun could be defined in many different ways. You know, fun could be setting a timer. Let's see how fast we can get it done. If you have children that are competitive, they will love that because they want to beat the clock. If you add an element of fun, meaning When we're finished, we're going to go outside and play. We're going to go for a bike ride. We're going to go swimming. We're going to go to the neighbor's house, and or we're going to get together with friends. So we want to get this task done, whether that's homeschooling or getting dinner made or cleaning up the house or folding laundry, whatever it is. Those tasks can be made fun. And when we make them fun, everybody's attitude improves, including yours. And For those reluctant children who, they may realize what you're doing, but a cheerful heart is good medicine, isn't it? Yes, and that's from that song, but it's also from scripture. We are to do things without grumbling and complaining. And so the first thing we want to do when we consider trying to get tasks done by adding an element of fun is thinking about the child that you're working with, or maybe it's the person you're working with. Maybe it's your spouse. You're trying to share a new idea and you want them to buy into it. You want to try a new adventure or take a different field trip or try a different math curriculum or whatever it is. Read a new book. The way you phrase things has so much influence over cooperation or resistance. So what do you do? Besides singing a little tune, which is always helpful, thinking about that particular child, what is their motivation? What gets them excited to get up and do something? And okay, before you write me, some of you will write me and say, Connie, listen, I've tried all the things and this particular child is not having any of it. Okay, you do have those kids. Sometimes it's just for a season. And, you know, sometimes their temperament is geared towards murmuring and complaining. Well, murmuring and complaining is actually not okay. It's a sin. God tells us, do all things without murmuring and complaining. With a joyful heart. But sometimes getting a joyful heart is not always easy. The fastest way to kill the fun or the joy or Stopping the grumbling and complaining is you yourself starting in with, why do you always have to be like that? That's not right. And then you going on a rant of all the many ways they're doing wrong. I'm sorry. It's just not likely they're going to have some epiphany and say, oh, thank you so much, my sweet loving mother, because you have just opened my eyes to something I wasn't aware of. That's not likely. Sometimes, sometimes they're doing it sarcastically, but the fastest way is for you to take a bad attitude. But when you stop first and you say, what can I do to make this task 
a little more fun. Maybe it's have a treat afterwards. Maybe it's play a game afterwards. Maybe it's sit and they get to watch a TV show for 30 minutes or play a video game for whatever it is. Your creative children are going to want the freedom to approach the task in their own creative way. And sometimes their creative ways can add additional time because they have to be creative. Don't squelch the creativity. Don't squelch that. That's what's happening to our kids in general. The thing that makes them so unique is the thing that's so often squelched. Their creativeness, their adventurous spirit, their innovative thoughts of solving the problem of getting the laundry folded. (laughs) The fact that they may turn folding socks into a game of basketball. It's amazing what they will come up with, but that element of fun for a creative could actually lighten the mood of everybody. It could make everybody laugh, but it might not be appreciated by the child who is given a task, is very responsible. They want to get the task done so they can get whatever reward you've just promised them. Whatever special thing that's going to be, they might not enjoy the process of getting the task done. Some of your kids are like that. Some will spend all day just kind of being creative with that task. And some of you might not appreciate it either because mama's got things to do and she doesn't have all day to wait for that laundry to be folded and put in their drawers. But some of your kids want to come up with some new clever ways to fold laundry or to match socks. Some of your kids don't care. Just they want to throw it in the drawers. They'll hunt for it later. So the dynamic here, I hope you're hearing this thread is we all have stuff to do. We all have tasks, schoolwork, housework, yard work, other responsibilities and commitment, getting food. Some of you have gardens, working in the garden. Some of you have jobs. Many of you have jobs. You got to get your work done. Some of your kids have jobs to do too. Here's what you need to learn. When you bake in an element of fun, Most of the time, it turns grumpiness into happiness. It puts smiles on faces. It makes for unity, collaboration, inventiveness, all the things that can ignite the imagination within your child. And I'm sure some of you are thinking, that sounds like a lot of work. Well, it can be. If this isn't a practice that you've had, in your lives for a while, or maybe if your personality is more of a task master, I just want to get this task done. Who cares about how we do it? Let's just get it done. Then we can go do fun stuff. That may be you, but if that's not your child, you're going to be at odds with that child. Why? Well, because you want it done one way, but maybe they want to do it another way. So where do we say enough's enough? No more playing around. Get this done. Well, that's where the creativity comes into play. When you're thinking of making a task fun, whatever it is, and you tell them why we need to do it, and you give them the freedom, if possible, depending on their age and maturity level, ability has a lot to do with it. Then guess what? You can say, we're going to do it in this time frame. Everybody, give it your best. Let's go. 
and then laugh and encourage and exhort and tell each other, you're doing a great job. Children love affirmation. Children want to have your approval. I promise you, we give them disapproval enough. They do things wrong probably a lot, and some more than others. And trust me, they always know when you disapprove of what they're doing. The look, the eye, the blink. I mean, they read your body language like nobody's business. They're amazing at that. But you put that smile, you put that song in your heart, A joyful heart is good medicine. You encourage your children. You teach them to add fun to their tasks. It gets rid of monotony. It shuts down that space of negativity that our kids can so often be consumed by. How many of us will go really hard at a task because there's a certain satisfaction with just completing the task? Even if it doesn't last long, there is an element of just satisfaction from that. Point that out to your children. Let them learn to see all those elements in the framework of it being a task that we add fun to. Yes, I know. And I really do know this. It can cause things to drag out longer. But this is what I also know. They're going to sit around your table one day when they don't have to be because they'll be grown up. And they'll talk about those silly little antics. They'll talk about the songs you sang. They'll talk about the ways in which they get wise to it. But it's hard to resist that irresistibleness of positivity and enthusiasm and eagerness. It's very hard to resist that. And not only that, You're building in the future mindset of accomplishing tasks every day. And as they get older, the resistance becomes less. Now, if you're starting and they're in the middle and high school years, and maybe they used to have that enthusiasm, that childlike, oh, this is going to be so much fun. Yeah, let's do it. Let's cook dinner. And then it becomes, do we really have to cook dinner? Can we just have PBJs? I mean, they don't want to do anything. That can happen. That's where you need to put on your thinking cap. Ask the Lord. Remember all those times I've told you about journaling what you see in your children? What ignites their heart? What motivates them? What stirs them to excitement? What are those things that they just delight in doing? And you use those things to help them do the hard things that they don't want to do. I mean, there probably are. Some of you probably love doing laundry. I just have to do laundry because I frankly didn't want my kids' clothes to stink. Some of my kids would have worn the same thing maybe all year. Some of mine didn't. They loved clean clothes, so they didn't mind it. But I couldn't let the ones that didn't care overshadow the ones that did or get away with not doing laundry and folding clothes because they didn't care where the other ones did. Because all of our kids' decisions, they impact us as a family, as a unit. So when we add that element of fun and we tailor it to what motivates that child, what delights that child, and they realize that I am more than just me, I am connected to something called family. These people are the people that I'm going to do life with. These people are going to be by my side. We're going to laugh about this later. And trust me, my children to this day, and they're all adults, 
But to this day, they will laugh about how I got them to do dishes together without fighting. They will still talk about how mom's greatest pet peeve was dirty dishes in the sink. I couldn't stand that. I hated coming downstairs to see 15 cups all over the place. I wanted them to see that. They may not grasp it while they're in your home, but you're writing on their heart. You're writing how to do something. In a world that's full of negativity and self-centeredness and me-ism, where everything is being pushed back and resisted, you're swimming upstream. You're teaching them character skills. You're teaching them attitudes, character qualities, optimism, enthusiasm. You're helping them frame the today that's going to carry on in their lives, in their 20s, 30s, and beyond. Your words, your ways will echo long after the days that they are in your home. So as you are thinking about wrapping up the school year and you're thinking about, okay, what are we going to do? I'm going to challenge you. I want you to consider whether it's math problems, end-of-year testing, tasks around the house, indoor or outdoor, for every task that must be done. We need to add an element of fun. You will find that the way that which your kids interact and engage with each other has the opportunity to radically change. And it can be fun. And it will certainly be memorable. They will remember for years to come. Thanks for joining me on this episode of Equipped to Be. I'd love to hear from you. Make sure you send us a note. And by the way, go over to ConnieOppers.com. The best way to make sure you don't miss an episode, and by chance, if you did, we've had some really good guests on the program. Go back and check out previous episodes. I know they'll bless your heart. But this one is an important one because we're going to be doing tasks for the rest of our lives. Let's make them fun in the process. Thanks for joining me on this episode of Equipped to Be. We'll see you next week. Well, that wraps up this episode of Equipped to Be. If you enjoyed this show, please share it with a friend or family member and hit subscribe so you don't miss a show. And thank you again for joining me. Remember that we are equipped for every season of life.